couldn't stand the Joke Man Show. I'm Agnes McAllister. We're going to a message being delivered at this very moment by Stan the Joke Man to one Elon Musk. Hey, Elon, it's Stan the Joke Man. Remember me? Yeah, last year you kept suspending me over and over again, but the very second I come off suspension, I go to your page and say, Hey, Elon, you're a fucking pussy. Yeah, that was me. Sure. Would you like to know why I said that, man? Because you are. (laughs) It's the truth, man. You got more money and you know what to do with. And so you use it for personal vendettas. You use it to attack people that have rubbed you the wrong way. You know what your fucking problem is, boy? You got too many fucking yes-men around you and not enough fucking friends. See, a friend will give it to you straight. Oh, they'll piss you off because they'll tell you how it is. You know why? They actually give a fuck about you. Yeah. Like I told you last year, Elon, you hire me, I'll give it to you straight. I'll fucking tell you exactly what I think because I guarantee you what I say to you is what the majority of this country is thinking deep down. They just don't have the guts to say it. Guess what? I do. I'm not a yes man and I'm not your fucking friend either. But you pay me right. I'll be your daddy. Yeah, right there every time to kick your ass is some truth, boy. Welcome to the Stand the Joke Man Show, a property of Joke Man Productions, LLC. Broadcasting from the Boys Room Studios. Now, time for your host, Stand the Joke Man. I'm happy to announce I fired two people yesterday. That's right. I fired two, not people actually. Hold on. I didn't fire individuals. Okay, everybody have a seat, please. I actually fired two companies yesterday. Thank you. Good to see you. Yeah, I fired two companies yesterday because, well, I'm tired of fucking around with them. Yesterday, I fired Wells Fargo over the phone, and after multiple conversations with U.S. Bank, I fired their fucking asses, too. If you're listening, Wells Fargo and U.S. Bank, would you like to know why? Well, U.S. Bank, you didn't get on my bad side until I canceled my card last year, and then you kept throwing on little pepper charges and then adding late fees and all that shit to that. Yeah, you did that maliciously and on purpose. You know, goddamn good and well, I shut that account down, and you tried to pull a fast one and rob and extort from my family. That's exactly what you did. You can't deny it. Oh, you might have all the fine print and a zillion lawyers to bullshit your way out of it, but the fucking fact is, you were robbing me and my family, and you got fucking fired for it. Fuck you, U.S. Bank. Don't ever show your face around here again. I fired Wells Fargo. You know why I fired Wells Fargo? Because I've got, because they hijacked one of my credit cards against my will. That's right. My Visa card suddenly became a MasterCard through Wells Fargo. Well, okay, that's fine. I don't give a shit. Here's what I give a shit about. For the past three months, I have gone in to pay my fucking bill online. 
And for three months in a fucking row, those goddamn retards can't get their shit right online. It is not me. Three months in a fucking row, I have called them people and helped me set up my account online, give me the passwords, the usernames, and every time I go in there to make a payment, the pain in the ass shit don't work. And they want me to completely reset up the account again and go through this deposit thing they have. Wells Fargo, they've invented this thing. We're going to put like a three cent deposit in your account and then you send it right back to us and then we'll know. No. 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 Are you people fucking stupid? You're smart, they're fucking morons. Yes. You're overplaying your hand, morons. Hey, I appreciate the security. I'm all down with it. But let me tell you something, fuckers. If I tell you my full name, my full legal name, my date of birth, the last four of my social, and give you my fucking card number and the fucking three-digit CVC number, whatever the fuck it is, you know who I am. You know you are talking. To me. So I don't have to give you my mom's maiden name and the fucking address to make a goddamn payment. To make a payment, you fucking morons. To give you money. You're making me beg you to give you money. So guess what, Wells Fargo? You're fucking fired. You know why you and U.S. Bank are out on the street? Because you fuckers forgot who employs you. See, you think I work for you, and you are wrong. You work for me, fuckers, and your service is shit. And if you think you're going to get me jumping from one foot to the another and through flaming hoops just to make a goddamn payment, you can forget about it. The more irritating it is for me, the more aggravating and time-consuming it is for me, the more and more chances are I'm going to fire your fucking ass and go on to somebody that's going to be a little more efficient. Fuck off, Wells Fargo and U.S. Bank. All right, I feel great. Boy, I feel good getting that behind me now. All right. <laughs> hey, I can move money real easy. And you'll never see another fucking dollar of it, pricks. I do not fuck around, and I don't have the patience to play your games. You got that, corporate America? It's us that keep your fat fucking asses out there on the golf course. And you've lost sight of who's keeping you out there. Well, you'll never get another dollar of my money, fuckfaces. That's how Americans are taking back their fucking incomes, their money, and control of their fucking lives. You start firing these people. If they play games with you, you play games right back. I don't mean I go to the company website. No, I find out who the owners of the company are, and I go to their personal Facebook pages and Twitter accounts and all. Yeah, I like to hit there. I like to hit there. I like to get people around them talking because it gets them to put pressure on their people to fucking pick up the phone and talk to me. You, you might call that psychotic, but hey, old Stan gets shit done. You know why? I'm the boss. <laughs> Do your job. That's right. Oh, yeah. All right. You making fun of me? the fuck up. Okay. Please don't be on my side. Please I'm don't be on my <laughs> But you work hard because that's the way you work if you want to work for Jimmy. Pure, clean cannabis crops. Out there producing and working all night while we sleep. Sun breaks and we see the Griffin family farm. This family, the folks out there, they're out here every day. Working these fields, growing untainted, uncorrupted product. 
make spirits whole again. Hey everybody, it's the Stan the Joke Man. Folks, Firemeds Cannabis. It's a family farm-to-pipe bud dispensary. I mean, from seed to sale, they're in charge. They oversee the quality control, and you know where your product is coming from. Rick Simpson Oil is made on site. That's right, you don't have to take their addictive dope anymore. Rick Simpson Oil made on site. Do yourself a favor, please. Go to Leafly.com. I want you to look at FireMed's Cannabis entire menu, and you decide for yourself. Know where your product is coming from, my friends. FireMed's Cannabis, Henrietta Stilwell. Welcome back to the Stan the Joke Man Show. I want to say thanks to Russ, Clarella, and the entire family, you know, the folks that run FireMed's, Tony, the whole gang. They're just some of the best people you'd ever want to meet, and um, they give a damn. Genuinely, and that's what I love about them. Anyway, um, welcome back to the Stan the Joke Man Show. Let's let's lighten the mood and try to keep the energy positive and take a look at the headlines important to me. Half ass. Half ass. Half ass. Half ass. Welcome to Half-Ass News. What the fuck else did you expect? This is Stan the Joke Man Show. Thanks for tuning in. <laughs> Skin City. That's the big headline this morning out of the Post. A Long Island man was charged in a uh, naked Las Vegas rampage. Brian Dipstick. I call him Dipstick because I can't pronounce his last name. It's spelled D-A-N-I-L-C-Z-Y-K. Oh, it's Brian Dipshit, yeah. So uh, Brian Dipstick and his dad, and I guess I guess his dad and his wife and everybody was with him on the fucking bachelor party in Vegas. You're 35 years old, and your dad, it, that isn't a bachelor party. That's a keep an eye on you so you don't do something fucking stupid party. And guess what, Brian? You fucked up anyway. Yeah, they ordered a... Round of drinks, the Flamingo, I guess. Drank them. Brian got paranoid, went running outside, took all his clothes off on the strip, punched a one-legged guy in the fucking face. Yeah, piece of shit. He didn't touch the two-legged fuckers. No. It was a one-legged reckoning in the Brian Dipstick world. (laughs) What I love, this is my favorite part of the story. Now, this just happened Sunday. Sunday in Vegas. Brian ran down the street completely nude. I'm sure he had everybody's attention. He ran into the Harris, hopped up on a fucking blackjack table. Yeah. Started dancing naked, then sat his naked ass down on the fucking table and started spinning around in circles, butt-ass nude. I guess it goes without saying, when he was done, there were Hershey Highway streaks all over the felt. Yeah. They've had to retitle the table 22. Okay, I know. That was stupid. Yeah, he's been charged with disorderly and indecent. His family's running to his aid saying he was obviously drugged. Yeah, obviously drugged or obviously drunk. Drugged or drunk, which is it? His wife, Michelle Dipstick, says, hey, look, I'm 33 weeks pregnant. Oh, so it wasn't a white wedding. I see. 
Now the fog is starting to clear. Yeah. Yeah, you're a former dancer, aren't you, Michelle? Were you a stripper? He's only charging ten dollars a lap dance the ice cream social. Michelle was out saying, now the fact that someone put our family in this situation is so disheartening. Do you hear that statement, folks? Do you hear that statement? The father of Michelle's 33-week-year-old child, her husband, the son of the well-to-do daddy that was there paying for everything, taking care of his spoiled fucking brats, in the end, after dipshit gets drunk, rips off all his clothes, commits assault against an innocent, one-legged guy, you son of a bitch. And if that wasn't enough, you shit all over my favorite fucking table in Harris, you maggot. <laughs> and of course, in the end, what do they say? It's got to be somebody else's fault. Typical of the fit-throwing, screaming, whining, incapable of accepting responsibility for a fucking thing, spoiled brats. Look in the mirror. Do you fall in that category? Because if you do, you quickly need to reevaluate your fucking life and get your mind right. You haven't taken responsibility for a fucking thing. Ever. 33 weeks along in a pregnancy? You mind if I ask, what the fuck are you doing in Vegas? Where whoring is legal. <laughs> I'd give a, a quick shout out to the uh, Russian folks who are tuning into this show. Um... I know you're looking for truth because I know you know <laughs> your media is like super fly full of shit. I really appreciate you listening. And I'm not going to mock you in being asked today. We're going to talk real serious, okay? Pergosian's dead, folks. Pergosian's dead. I've already said it on my show. When he decided he was going to perform that coup against Vladimir Puntang, that was his only fucking shot. But he was damned if he did and damned if he didn't. You see, if he went all the way, China, United States, all kinds of powerhouses would never allow him to remain in power. No. But the only way he could stay alive would be to remain in power. See, it was a big fucking double-edged sword. He could have taken Moscow. And I guarantee you, in the end, the Russian army would have rallied around him. The wise thing I would have thought would be take control, then hand leadership over to somebody that the people choose and be a hero instead of a fucking zero. But what did Prigozhin do? Like the true hot dog vendor, he really is? Well, he, he pussed out. He opened up. A whirlwind of shit. And the pisser is, he had the muscle to back it the fuck up. He had, the, Wagner is a force to be dealt with over there. And by God, he had the muscle to back him up. That is what is so confusing to me. He psyched himself out, allowed himself to be talked out of it by a snake. Obviously. A Belarusian snake. That's kind of the nature of the intel game, see? No, no, not Steven Seagal. And the list <laughs> of who that could be has dwindled down to just about nothing, you hear? Yeah, okay, well, we know who it is. And On another note. Shut the fuck up. 
That fucking president talked him out of it. He went over there, and guess what? He hadn't been seen since. Yeah, this meeting, this meeting he allegedly had with Vladimir Poontang, bullshit. You cannot believe a fucking thing that comes out of the Kremlin. Not a fucking thing. Vladimir Putin is desperate. Russian people, you need to know something. It's a slaughterhouse. Your sons are being massacred. God damn it, when are you people going to say enough is enough? And fucking rally around six or seven thousand fucking people and storm that motherfucker. I promise you, those scared shitless Russian soldiers are going to back you. They'll back your ass. You need to 86 that motherfucker and put somebody in there with some common sense that's ready to compromise and work with the rest of the fucking world instead of trying to own everything. Vladimir Putin is worth over $30 billion while you're starving to fucking death. You're starving to death. He's just buying time now. He knows he can't win the war. Russia cannot win the war. And the Russian people, you need to know what's going on in Zaporizhia, the nuclear power facility that Vladimir Putin has ordered wired tight with explosives. You need to know that terrorist fucker has full intentions, I guess, I'm guessing, of blowing that fucker sky high. And you need to know that is a declaration of war against the world. The world. If he blows that shit up, it isn't a Ukrainian terrorist attack. We know who the fuck did it. It's Vladimir Putin. It's you. Russia, you think times are hard now? You ain't seen shit yet. You declare war against the United States and China by blowing that fucker up, I promise you. It'll be you that answers for it. See, we can only kill Vladimir once, and he's a dead man walking. He's a dead man walking. But if it goes World War Three. Human beings are going to die all over this planet. I say 86 Vladimir Poontang. Let's save the world and get rid of that goddamn cockroach you put so much stock in. Would somebody please go Lenin on that motherfucker? Do you think Lenin would sit still for this shit? Huh? Then you know what to do. Go straight to the liquor store, get a bottle of vodka, and let nature take its course. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's going to wrap it up at the Stan the Joke Man Show. This is a product of Joke Man Productions, LLC, broadcasting from the Boys Room Studio here in Henrietta, America. Make sure you tune in this evening. Bombing Down Poinsettia, Chapter 10, Stray Dog. It's an old book I wrote many moons ago, copywritten too, folks. So be real careful if you think about cherry-picking ideas from it, because I'll come after you, damn it. That is a story about a kid $300 took off to L.A. so irresponsibly back in the 80s. And uh, just the shit that, yeah, experienced over a three-year period. Pretty wild time in my life. And I've been encouraged by even family and my own wife to uh, put this sucker out there. So that's what we're doing here. I want to say thanks to uh, the beautiful Rebecca Adams for helping me on this one. And her podcast, which is a great taboo audio, ladies. You really need to check out. Let's ponder with Rebecca. Anyway, um. 
Rebecca's going to be putting segments of Bombing Down Poinsettia on her podcast, I guess, sometime in September, and I'm really excited about that. But meanwhile, I'm going to plug her show like hell. That's what us potties do. We got we to fucking back each other up, right? Yeah. It's called crossbreeding or crosspotting. Excuse me. We're crosspotting. That's it. <laughs> you guys have a fabulous Thursday. I'll be back on Friday to talk some more crap. Until then, burn your shit solid and don't let anybody push you around. I'm the boss. Thank you, Jimmy. Bye, Candios, me amigos. Do your job. You make money, but you work hard. Because that's the way you work if you want to work for Jimmy. Somewhere, so long. Strong against the night Let us be one